0: You're listening to the AFL Unlimited podcast, where we tackle all the hot topics in the AFL and bring you up to speed with everything you need to know in the football landscape. We'll take a look at this weekend's games and have some mixed discussion about what to expect. Let's head up to the box for the opening bounce. G'day guys, welcome to another episode of AFL Unlimited. It is our round three review episode. Boys, good to have you this Easter Monday.
1: Uh, Easter evening, yeah, that's right.
0: It's very late in the end we, it's probably the latest we have recorded and, and this podcast might be a bit wild because of that, but it was, a, it was a massive week of football, it feels like it was going to Thursday last week and that's why it was, because it was exactly that it, <laughs> it was a very long week, we've got a bit to get through, there's a, a bit of footy news around which is good because normally we talk about news off field, but on field there were some big winners and some big losers, so Tiz, who were one of the big winners of this week? Cheers! Come on, you, are you okay? A big, a big winner this week. Well, I I'll think tell you the, what, the Western Bulldogs. That's
2: a so great biggest mark, biggest winning margin ever recorded for them. They were 128 point winners over the weekend. Their biggest win ever. I think their previous was 120 points in 1985. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of Bruce. Bruce, ten Bruce, goals. Yeah. <laughs> what a man! <laughs> that that
0: player who kicked ten goals. Yeah, probably one of the worst players ever to kick ten goals. But that's okay. Wow. Yep. <laughs> <Coach> <laughs> well, based off his form last year, he's his and Norton's form in that Bulldogs forward line has improved dramatically this year. Mm. Um, and it's it's great to see him. I think we were talking the other day about how the Bulldogs have been playing this handball-happy um, stand-on-the-mark gameplay for a couple of years now. Yeah, it's pretty
3: intense. but <laughs>
0: yeah, <and it's> uh, <laughs> They're doing pretty well. But you, you talk about Bruce, and really, if there's anything
3: we've gathered from the early rounds, it's that potentially the big forward role is, is finally back. Kicking bags is back. You know, We've seen mm. a few players do it. Old mate Harry Mackay, my best oh, friend mate. from last week, You're has come out and kicked seven for the Blues, and yeah, yeah it looks like just goals are back. And it's, it's good to tight. see.
1: I think everybody likes a big key forward, don't they? And I think the ball movement, Jake, Great. is definitely something that has helped that. More one-on-ones, and just nice to see some big key forwards. There's something nostalgic about that, a big key forward tearing it apart, and... Uh, you boys are dressed awfully nicely. I mean, Chuck's come straight from the MCC, you've come straight from dinner. I, yeah. I feel like me and Tiz are underdressed. I mean, not yeah, that that's really relevant for a podcast. any consolation,
0: I can't feel the roof of my mouth because I've it on the palm <laughs> that I wolfed down trying to get here. So, um, another big winner from this week was, what, what have I got on the list Sydney, here? Sydney. Sydney <coughs> I think it's time to talk about the Swans and take them seriously, boys. Yikes. We sort of glossed over them in the last couple of weeks because I thought, honestly, it might have been a flash in the pan, but... Geez, they might be the real deal. Well, you got to take it more
1: serious than we did. I think most of us probably thought, oh, they you know beat Adelaide and uh, you know okay they got Brisbane. The lines are a little bit off, whatever. But if you come to the G and you knock the Tigers off, That's then nuts. yeah, you got to take them serious. I mean, they're young, of yeah. course, so there there will be some inconsistencies. But I think their youth is kind of the reason behind the success I say, at the moment. It's
3: a big drive, and I think it's it's helped give a bit of a. A shock to the senior guys because I mm. think in this game against against Richmond, guys like Parker and that and Kennedy and that did actually step up mm. their game a little bit more. I think they were kind of slagged off in the first few rounds, mm. and and the others just pushed them through. You know, our our, um, our new draftees and that were, yeah. were playing awesome. And yes, I'm saying our now. <laughs> <It> <laughs> well, seems actually, yeah. like <laughs> has
1: joined the Sydney <laughs> Football Club <laughs> in the last five days. <laughs> networking in the MCC.
0: But Did for... you see much of that Richmond-Sydney game? I, I know we're talking on the um, on the group but Richmond never make some of the mistakes that they were making in that game which seems to be the only way you can beat them. Yeah, you, you
2: definitely coined that for them to lose they have to not play well. Yes, <laughs> well. Sydney definitely um, I health think health they is. gave them a great taste of their own medicine. Yeah. Uh, we saw their slick ball movement their skills are just Pressure. so so beautiful um, and they just moved the ball at will so quickly, and you just saw Grimes and
0: Bolter just be absolutely bamboozled. Rattle, right? yeah. You never see Richmond <laughs> rattle like that. Yeah, it's, it was it was weird to it was kind of fascinating to watch because mm. we're so used to them being just like clinical Bullies. and professional. Yeah, yeah. And Sydney were doing that to them, and there was just goals coming out of packs and out the back of stoppages and stuff. It was nuts.
1: Teams will go to work on it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's probably I'm sure teams have been doing a lot of work on the Tigers for a little <laughs> while now, but I don't know if we've seen. Someone do that mm-hmm. to them too comprehensively, or too
3: often. Mm-hmm. And it'll yeah. be really exciting to see how the Swans, you know, kick forward for, from now on for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. But we've talked about some of the winners and the guys we think have been doing really well to start off the season. Who are some guys that we're kind of disappointed or a bit shocked by? Maybe we had thought they wouldn't have been so great, but what we've seen hasn't been great. One I want to say is I think the Giants. I think we expected them not to perform well, yeah, but yeah. these first Certainly three rounds.
0: What do we think, Lance? Well, one of the only predictions I did get right pre-season was that Giants would be a big slider mm. um, into the bottom four, I said, and Oof. now losing Canelio, Davis, and DeBoer. I think I'm pretty happy with that prediction so They far. always but cop injuries. Yeah. Like, yeah, they they're do. always like
1: these unlucky <laughs> yeah. impact injuries, but they yeah. I swear they get more than most.
0: Yeah, credit to them, though. They, they, did, they did play really well in that Melbourne game. I think they literally just ran out of steam in the end and mm. out of fit players, because they were all pretty much dying uh, towards the end of the game, and a couple of serious injuries there towards the end. But um, one but of the they cooked, mate. Yeah, I, know, I, I think that this might is a team that was going to win
1: three flags and dominate. They'd got all the riches in the yeah. world, and they, they might not get one flag yeah. out of it. I think that this Ferrari's could be big. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could be big. It could be big for. Yeah. yeah,
3: you think that we've always thought they've had a hundred players in the twos, just weighing the step into the mm. side and. We're finding that that extra stock is is, is, is coming limited now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> losing it. Yeah. Well, AFL limited talking about the limited supply at the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, they're. they're uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're
2: in a fair bit of strife. I think the Giants that yeah you know, they had their chances 2016, 2019, mm. um, probably their, their biggest hopes and um, you know all of a sudden now they're, they're probably looking down the they're only going down now so. That's a bit of a scary thought as a player, especially as a senior player, the the, uh, the Giants, so they'll be yeah, they'll be uh, looking at the club in a different light
0: now. So we've got a bit bit of work to do. A lot of work. Absolutely. Now we've got North and Saints to comment on here. We might talk about the Saints when we get onto your review, Daniel. Yes. But let's please. Tiz, you're ready to tee off on the kangaroos and I'm of a differing opinion, but please tell oh me yes. the thoughts first. Put the gloves on. it's one of the, it is one of the worst losses for
2: the club ever. Um, such a massive game. You yep. know, I I wouldn't um you know be <laughs> be the man for the logistics on all good Good Friday, but yep. a lot of work goes into it, and it's a you know, massive game. A lot of okay, into it. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. and they they just failed. They are obviously competitive in the first half, but after half time, the dogs are just way too good, and it looked like North just they gave up. Mm-hmm. They they just ran out of steam as well, like like the Giants. But yeah, the dogs were going to be a very hard team to beat this year, that's for sure. But if you're getting over 100 points um, that speaks to an effort thing
3: so um, quick Mm -hmm. little one will they win a game this year North? yeah Yeah.
0: they'll they'll get someone at some stage but probably July oh (laughs) my god (laughs) Um, yeah what are your thoughts Jake? well what do you think? Oh, I thought you were going to go a bit harder, to be honest. Oh, so be well, oh, no, uh, Wow! Well, well. Just a, note, just a so, noteworthy news point, mate. Uh, everyone's talking about, oh, we've got to relegate north to Tasmania, and I, I don't think that's an unfair discussion, but people are going hard on north this week, and... I was fully of the expectation that this year they would have those sort of losses. I think we just need to let them go through their rebuild. It's been a poorly managed rebuild and there's new people at the head of the club now that are steering this. I think good people. Noble seems like a pretty good coach, pretty good bloke. So only three games into it. 128 points I realise that, Daniel. I realise that. 128. It's only round three. They haven't got their act together yet. There has been glimpses of good. They have had some... Well, Tom Powell would be one. Jaden Stevenson certainly is one. Luke McDonald's still out injured. so Davies Uniac. Davies Uniac has been really good, actually. Mm. Um, probably not so much in the Bulldogs game. But I think we just need to give him a year. Same argument goes for the Good Friday game. Just let them have it. Don't have that hovering weight of anxiousness of mm. ripping that game off them. Mm. Hover above the club. I just think give them a year. <laughs> give them whatever they need. Not too long. But this year, definitely. Just give them some time and space to get themselves all right. Everyone knew this was coming. I think in our preseason we all said
3: North are going to be absolutely shit. <laughs> we all said it. You know, even at the end, at the end of the trades when they you know dumped ten to fifteen of their best twenty two <laughs> players and <laughs> said we're not going to even bother to replace you with someone of equal talent. <laughs> I think yeah, gone and yeah. got draftees. We all knew that this was going to happen, and it's what had to happen. There was an interesting article. I can't remember who wrote it, but you guys might have seen it this week. Where someone said back when Brad Scott just before he got the sack, he had come and said we have three options. We can either keep doing top-ups like we've been doing and, and we'll just keep middling out and go bad. We can do a little bit of bringing in some talent and getting in some young talent. Or we can axe a bunch of these guys, see what we can get for some of these good players like Sean Higgins and stuff. And then bring in young talent. That was back in like 2017.
0: They said that's a They're stupid
3: idea, Scotty. We're going to go with the top-up talent. They brought in Polak. They brought in all these guys. Mm. And now they've hit this stage yeah. of, all right, we need to do the rebuild now. Whoops, maybe in hindsight, mm. we could have gotten a top, was, top that 15 pick for... That article, I think. Maybe we could have got a top pick for Higgins back then or for mm. some of these guys. Ben Brown, at least, you could have gotten something back then.
1: <laughs> I just think if every club is giving the efforts expected... There's not a hundred points difference yep. between any two clubs. Yep. And yep. I think it's, it's an unacceptable loss. I yep. know I know it's a once-off, hopefully, but that I is so. it's yeah. an atrocious performance yeah. and a soul destroyer for anyone mm. who loves North Melbourne. Yep. So it, it, it hurts. There is some good youth there, <laughs> but it, particularly for North, who, like you said, with Tassie and stuff, they're mm. the first to get the boots <laughs> stuck <laughs> yeah. into. So they can ill afford things yep. like this. And, and like Tiz said, it, it spoke to some poor effort. Which is not good And
0: and speaking of effort too That probably brings us into the St Essendon game um, quite well Mm. It's all about effort Because if Essendon can bring out performances like they did against St Kilda It goes to show how much of a a mental and uh, Mm. internal game football can be If they're losing like that the week they did before Against whoever they lost against Losing Shield, Draper Mm. Um, well and then they bring out this effort, effort against uh, St Kilda
1: yeah yeah it's crazy and, and you're right I think St Kilda all of a sudden few question mark. yeah mm. because I think it, they were everybody's best friend at the start of the year yeah. oh we love the Saints they're on their way up you know probably top four challenges <laughs> all of a sudden it's <laughs> like oh jeepers we've lost two the one we won was against a team that's probably struggling as well, and we just got there. Questionable, yeah. Every well, win's so. a good one, but hey, we we're not firing on too many mm-hmm. cylinders here, so yeah, we can you know, delve deeper, I guess, when we do dissect the game. But yeah, well, please, I, I
0: think please. That's what we're leading to so, <laughs> sorry, the,
1: the news section has just molded into it the did, uh, yeah, review well, section.
0: Welcome <laughs> uh, no, t- <laughs> to Media One Hundred One well, like, with. The host of several years, we
1: with, with the only one of people, one of us here's a journalist. But yeah, yeah, well, you know that one, it's it's been a long day. But yes. Right, um. So. Uh, yes. Anyway, so the main takeaway was the fact that we're touching on effort. Yes. And it was crazy to think that they could lose all those talented players and still produce such performance. So. Yes. I mean, what have the bombers? You know, been doing the first couple of weeks really. I mean, it's when they can play like that. It's it's bizarre. You know, such a. A high and low between their best and worst. So I think many Bombers fans would have been thinking well is this what we can expect for now or was this a purely reactionary thing mm. to a poor couple of weeks? But I think they'll be inconsistent it's probably the Saints that are probably the, the big watch out of this one yeah. I reckon. It
3: was interesting in the Saints because you're thinking maybe they could perform really well against the Bombers. This would be I was thinking aside, this is a Saints' chance to show themselves mm. and to and to play well and show that we are contending this year. You know, Crouch was coming in for his first game back mm. with those suspensions. I thought that they were gonna we could finally see how this new midfield is gonna gel. And really they just it didn't. fell apart, didn't they?
1: And Gresham with an ACL was it? Is that uh, correct? Or Achilles no? Achilles. So Achilles out for the year. Yeah, blow. I heard he was out for a year. Yeah, yeah. so I that's see, a major blow.
0: They yeah. they really need Ryder and Marshall back. Yeah, right, they don't they ever. Just give him some structure. Yeah. McKoona got owned as well, yeah, from all
2: reports.
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, Two-metre peter got yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, he and then he yeah. owned. by who?
0: But
1: yeah. yeah, so bizarre, you know, a result like that. I mean, that was following, you know, Sydney and Richmond, and we we're getting all these mm. results going, what the hell's going on with yeah. footy? So.
0: Your yeah. boy, Darcy Parrish, Career High Touches. Yeah, 34, yeah. I think. It's funny what happens when you actually play number three draft pick in the position that they were drafted in and yeah. dominated in. It's, mm. it's weird, yeah. Yeah.
1: I wonder. Yeah. I don't know, I'd love to hear the discussions why he always gets pushed away because he always is good. I know he's maybe not the best kick in the yeah. world, but Jesus, he can find it.
0: That that would be an interesting topic one day to talk about players who are like perennially played out of position mm. and mm. deserve to be played where they are best yeah. at. So Yeah. Yeah, wasn't wasn't pretty viewing that Saints game. No. at all. I was expecting like you now a closer game like,
2: mm. you know, to might just get over the line because Essendon had to respond and boy did they ever. Uh 75 points. Lost, that's a, just a massive, huge, massive, uh, that's you know. True.
0: Yeah.
2: Hurts the Saints fans a lot, and that might hurt their finals chance of that game. Could come
3: back to the bottom, Whoa. massive percentage, you know, uh, loss out of that There's one. Some big calls mm. in round three, guys. It's yeah. costing <laughs> the finals and stuff. but interesting, you did mention that the size of this loss, and we are talking about our top game shorty. I was wondering what particularly sparked your interest about this game to make it your pick of the match?
1: Well, what sparked it was probably St Kilda and the expectation, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah I, felt, I felt they'd probably get the job done against Melbourne the week before. You know, two clubs kind of vying. you know, both would be thinking, we're better than the other. You mm-hmm. know, they lose that. And then the Bombers, you know, they would have been thinking, this is one that you just put in the book and you get the job done. And not only did they lose it, but they got thumped, mm. which is uncharacteristic of a side that we think on the up. So, mm. a couple of big outs, like you said, Jake. But I, just from a pure stats thing, I think, like, Steele had 35. And I think Try the next best hard. was yeah. 18, 18, 18 yeah, like. that, yeah. So, that's insane. S- you know, yeah. you rarely see that. Crouch yeah. got 15, I
2: think. In his, yeah. that, was that his first game for his first game? Because uh, yeah. he was suspended, mm. I think, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah the two yeah. games off. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So. Interesting. And, yeah. Like Bordeaux says, they're one pace midfield. So yeah. Uh, yeah. it's funny how quickly things change. <laughs> yeah. But
0: It felt like last week we sort of gave St Kilda an hour because they played mm-hmm. in that wet, rainy game against GWS. And yeah. they we're like, oh, that's right, we'll give them that one. And you know, Melbourne seemed to be good, pretty good this year. And now it's like he said, yeah, there's. Big, big question marks coming yeah. for the Saints. so I, I think that's you know, clutch the straws as well. We saw
2: Richmond, Richmond in that massively tough final against Port that didn't really matter uh, from then on. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, not everyone's Richmond.
0: I'm glad you brought up Richmond because that perfectly brings us on to our, our next game. That's, that's a great was, segue. That yes, that's that's sure great, it was. Good segue. Richmond and Sydney, um, as smashed. we mentioned, the one absolutely smashed Richmond. Mm. Richmond were making mistakes That they haven't made Like that before I hope Bondi can hear us Who's a Richmond fan In this house I'll say a bit louder Nah he would have gone to bed uh, That's like. the worst oh, <laughs> Just like the Tigers did it seem That's hey the yo. worst I think we've Oh, oh my god. God. god Excuse me I-, I wasn't even the one He went to the Medical staff The <laughs> <language's> voice That <laughs> so was my that was the roof of my mouth, collapsing from that hot honey. <laughs> Can you please keep that in? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the worst we've seen Richmond play since they got smashed by St Kilda, funnily enough. I think in the last round of 2017. And they oh, like, yeah, mm. that's and right. They got smashed. I think it was like about 70 points as well. Yeah, we got them pretty good when they had like a fair few injuries. I oh, think they had 11 or 9 injuries. You don't see them very often. No, absolutely not. And the Swans. Pressure game was elite, and I think the best way to highlight that was if anyone does watch the highlights, there was a scrum sort of twenty metres out from Sydney's goal square, and it was just like pressure, smothers, pressure, ball skids out, and then Chad Warner gets on the end of that goal Mm. and just absolutely sails through. Mm. These kids, we've got to talk about these Sydney's kids. It's it's incredible. (laughs) Golden, Braden Campbell, Chad Warner, Wicks. Logan McDonald, there's too many in a name almost. And then you are getting, like Chuck mentioned, you are getting these performances from Kennedy, from Parker, from Mills, who's taken Mm. his game to the next level. Lloyd's still there. Papley looked like he was up there. (laughs) Papley was... Reading the ball off the Richmond defender's hands, intercepting it like netball, like the four of used to do and whacking in that <laughs> social netball. But, um, nice segue. Yeah, it was it was it was incredible. It was incredible to watch, and I don't think any of us saw this coming. I thought the Swans might push Richmond, but yes. I don't think we saw this. Wow. I
3: think there's a few people deep down in our hearts who we were like, I could maybe <laughs> yeah. tip, the, tip the Swans oh. here, maybe just to see what they do. You know, they're young, they're excited, but. No, I mean we all went to Richmond. It was just mm. there's no way we could have possibly fathomed what has happened, and I think we've always thought that Heaney and Mills have perpetually oh. been these young dudes that are, that are waiting. That the, you know they're yeah. the youngsters waiting to, yeah. to
0: move forward and take a leap. They're taking it's their, their leap and their there's
3: three time. or four new guys to yeah. fill in that gap of Already young talents the,
0: to get that excitement. A, a, a mate from Moira who goes with Sydney as well said. Where's Will Hayward? Where's Ben Ronk? Yeah, Some that's of these true. kids, have, I, mm, for, I completely yeah. forgot about Will Hayward. Yeah, he he was he was their best. He was the next dude, big thing. For he, he was pu- keep pushing Heaney's spot. Mm, yeah, yep. He's yeah. not even in the team now. I wouldn't mind Hayward actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll take, we'll take <laughs> him. We'll take him. And, and then they've got Bunny coming back next mm, week. Yeah, yeah. And they just thought they'd give him a little rest. How's the maybe? power move yeah. of resting him against Richmond at the G? <laughs> yeah. who they. are Domin- Dominative? <laughs> Richmond Dominant. don't lose. That's the one. Mm. <laughs> well, sometimes it comes in <laughs> <laughs> I just I just thought it was an incredible game to, to watch and the fallout from it probably isn't terrible for Richmond, but for the Swans it means a lot.
1: Well, I yeah. think beating Richmond at the G is not just great for the Swans, but it's good for every other club mm. too because it's like, okay, so it can be done. <laughs> if you're a Richmond supporter, what, what are you walking away thinking? Are you just
3: like, hmm... I think... That's a bit weird, enough, bit odd, but... Enough in the bank that they're probably
0: all going, ah, well, you know, yeah, things happen credits, sometimes. I've got plenty of credits. Mm. And they'll probably win back-to-back fights anyway this year. But, oh, my um, God. <laughs> um, I, I'd like to ask a Richmond supporter what they thought of the last quarter, but most of them are at the train station <laughs> <their own> home, <laughs> so good. apparently for more reports. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah I don't think they'll be too concerned. I think yep. they lost round three last year. I'm not, I'm not sure if that was Hawthorne, and there was sort of a similar-ish margin, mm. but... Yeah, That's look, they'll, they'll have, I suppose, a bit of concern, a little bit of doubt, but I think they tend to get it done at the point end of the year. Oh, yeah, when when it gets really hectic, but um, they've also got plenty
3: to improve on because uh, Sydney have shown the rest of the competition yeah. what how. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't believe it. I was lying on the beach and soaking up some sun and thought well, this day couldn't get any better. <laughs> Check my phone and go, wow. Boy, My oh, oh, smile got even wider. <laughs> I could have put that away. I was, but... I was stoked. So we've gone from some big margins. I'll take us to the smallest margin of Ooh, all this please. week. Oh, one Segway point. One point. I'm talking, of course, about the pies and the lions. How did the pies let this one slip? I'll just start... Big O was out and Grundy dominated mm. that ruck. And it just kind of goes to show does the ruck matter if it's not getting in the hands of talented footballers bringing it forward? Yeah, Pies were going well from the beginning. You know, getting a lot of the ball, getting a big margin. And I think even in the last quarter they were up by about 15 points at some stage. Mm. And the Lions just came. But what do we think about the, the ruck situation? Do we think that... <laughs> that does the ruck... Was it just a case of, you know, it wasn't really that big of a deal? or It's been a discussion
0: thinking? probably for a couple of years now about Grundy wasting his hit-outs. Tiz, I know you've been big on it before. Mm, yep. There's a few times where he, he just he just hits it, Grundy, that is, hits it down to space, and then a, yeah, a Brisbane midfielders just picked the ball up. And I wouldn't say they capitalised on it, but I don't He's think... He's one of the best
1: players on the ground, Yeah, he was, certainly oh, he was, because he had disposal like, as well. Yeah, it was clearly yeah. bogged for kind. The thing is,
3: the Lions have... I don't don't misread me. I think it was four or six. Four. He total, total yeah. for the entire Lions, and yeah. he had about fifty or sixty something Grundy. One like, interesting thing how does that I heard not was give you an advantage?
1: in his dominant years, like absolute dominance. Twenty
0: eighteen.
1: He whatever the stat was, he grabbed the ball out of the ruck a hell of a lot more than what he has yep. the year, like so far yeah. this year. Um, Kingy brought that one to the radio, and, yeah. and he said, you know, apparently the feedback from the pies midfielders was, hey bro, like it's great for you to grab it out of the ruck, but when are hey, you tapping it down our throats, you know, man, Ooh, and yes. and and just maybe look to tap it, and so he's sort of taking that out of his game of touch. Maybe he needs to bring it back a little bit, but um, I think if you give Nick Nat that many hitouts, oh. then West Coast yep. will win in the clearance for sure. I mean, that's just different, different ruckman, and Grundy probably isn't the best tap ruckman. His biggest strength is probably his around-the-ground work, isn't it?
0: Collingwood midfield has copped a little bit of heat for not using Grundy's dominance to Mm. their benefit before, and that's something they don't do very well. They don't use Grundy's hit-outs, and they don't kick it to Cox very well. Mm -hmm. And and then Collingwood fans don't like Cox because they think he's useless, but they don't use him like they should (laughs) because he is one of the most dangerous weapons in the AFL. Wow. He's an elite forward. He is an elite forward, and they don't utilize him very well. So, Collingwood, good team. They're still hanging around the mark. They need to tighten up a few things because they could be doing much better than what they are. But um, Brisbane, pretty much a carbon copy of the Geelong game the week before, and yeah, yeah. we're glad that it wasn't a similar it was, result It was, for was us pretty but mad, but that. if yeah. you
3: looked at it, the Lions actually had a few opportunities in those closing minutes where they looked like they were going to kick a goal to get him in front and they just missed. They kept missing them like simple-ish shots. I think Mm. um, Hipwood might have had a chance. I'm not sure exactly. I might be misremembering. but (laughs) He missed a couple. he one from 20 out. Yeah, Yeah, so So. they had a few chances, but it all ended in the hands of the boy who should have won them the game against the Cats, Mm. really. Footy gods. Bailey was not denied a second hero moment. Mm. Line up every child's dream. Was he about 45? You could Mm. argue 50 and... In a couple of years' time, he would be saying it was 65 yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. He gets it straight through the middle after the siren and crushes a lot of pie's hopes. That was what they needed. for. If they had ended 0-3 after round three, they would have been in our opening statement of teams mm. and disappointing.
1: Quickest celebration off the boot I think we've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> it was fantastic. Since Andrew Mackey's goal. hit the boot and bang, he was off and running. But... Um, Last 35 teams to go 0-3. Only one has made finals from there. So it's crucial. The in Yes. And they 6 Yeah, that's <laughs> so no, stuff. That's stuff. No, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, There's a couple of okay. lazy moments again. Lane's just taking aim at the Pies' midfield. Two oh instances which cost, cost Collingwood letting Daniel Rich oh, yeah. run around thinking of the... the back. And the last play, I think there was a defensive 50 contest for Brisbane. Rich and Pendlebury I think it was, it was mm. highlighted, We're in the same contest. Rich ran upfield and delivered that ball to, to Bailey, which ultimately cost him the game. And I think Pendlebury was still hanging around the D50 and just didn't work with him, didn't mean mm. So he argued, Rich, you know, Pendlebury's near Rich, Rich doesn't get the ball, and then he doesn't even make the kick. So he was uh, very good
2: in that game. And I mean, that. That play where, um, I'm trying to think of it, Barry had it half forward, yep. and then Rich all on his own from yeah, 50, and he got it. He goal from 70 million metres out. That's right, and he couldn't have a better, better man to kick it yeah. into Bailey as well. Like, Rich just, uh, I thought he was going to bomb it long, but he lowered the eyes, and that mm. uh, ultimately got on the job done. Rich really is
3: a great player. We yeah. can't yeah. underestimate how great he's been for so many years feels like just yesterday that he was getting, you know, bombarded by people for letting Gary Ablett Jr. off the loose uh, in, <laughs> in, in that Kick final. Yeah. But, you know, you, you can't judge someone off some early games or a single game. you always got to give them a bit of hope. And I think that's something, in case of the Pies, something I noticed was the early rounds, I went to Collingham versus Carlton, and every time the ball got in the hands of a young fella called Isaac Quaynor, mm. he messed up the kick majorly oh, he absolutely turned it over butchered the ball against the Blues and I was prepared to go wow he's not looking good this year what's he doing but that game this week he absolutely was magical We got yeah. t- so much of the ball he was electric giving it to everyone I, I was really impressed and I was it, like it reminds oh, me his of his when round.
0: Janison was up and about that's mm, how Gwainer yeah. plays just grabs it and runs and he's a really good kick mm. It, was, it was, good. was really impressive
3: and also well you were talking about Cox before um, that's another case of someone who's probably with the last few years, everyone's saying he's mm. hopeless. But he started out this looking, actually showing some consistency to start out the year, yeah. actually looking like a guy mm. who isn't just going to pop up randomly in a final to win the game. He's going to actually play throughout the year, take the marks and, and kick the goals as well. Mm. His kicking's always been something people have been maybe yeah, a bit good. iffy about, but I'm yeah prepared to say he could... You know, be reasonably up there in the top goal kickers for the year if Piers can hold
1: on. And I think it'd be interesting to watch Lockie Neal's fitness as well. You know, he'll be a crucial part to the Lions' future. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the back niggle, you know, that's not what you sort of want. I think I read that correctly. That's correct. um,
0: We saw Cripps with a back injury shake off his issues, for for this week uh, at
1: least. But I mean, that's what backs can do. Like when Hawkins. Had those concerns a yeah, while well, back. Induced, one week he yeah. looked okay, other days he'd just wake up like trash. But yeah. it's probably from McCluggage, being up
3: against the wall for so long. <laughs> he to start a <laughs>
1: McCluggage, Go really good, quarter final months. term. Oh, yeah. Hasn't been given much love. I reckon he's. McCluggage, he hasn't been given much McCluggage. <laughs> Nice.
2: He uh, he, <laughs> uh, he won a really good one-on-one contest late in the mm. game, which is um, yeah, critical.
3: Niklajic. <laughs> oh, there <laughs> we go. It just got worse. <laughs> Do
2: you have anything
0: on that game to finish off for?
2: Well, I think the Pies played better. Yeah. Um, throughout the game, yeah. they it looked like they, you know, really sort of had it there. But I mean, Brisbane had all the field position late, and when it counted, they they stood up and you know they had all all the field position. and... Yeah, you know, they they made the big moments count, and um, yeah, they'll be they're pretty happy now with one and two. They could have been zero and three very easily with a, a misstray of the kick, or yep. you know, a not chance to kick after Siren. So I
0: don't think there's any major concerns for the pies. They they look much but better they, than what they did in round one.
2: Yeah, they, they've performed better than I expected. Mm. I thought they would have been a bit worse off on the uh, the win loss
1: category. They'll be spewing. They lost 100%, it, but yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah, it, it's a good all-round performance, you'd just be spewing that you mm. lost from that position. Yeah, they would four goals up.
0: But uh, Speaking a of clutch. spewing, <laughs> spewing and clutches. You, Big Saturday night. You, um, <laughs> <laughs> you three all went to the game today. I wasn't able to, but I certainly watched it. So it'll be interesting to get your thoughts on being at the Geelong Hawthorne game. Yes. Life and...
2: First time at the MCG since the 2019 preliminary final
0: against the Richmond Tigers. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Sad <laughs> uh, memories. It, it was a, <laughs> if you have got more flashbacks. <laughs> the first half was good for that one. Yep. But, um,
2: this this game um, was crazy. Easter Monday, you know, Geelong and Hawthorne. Even though on paper Geelong probably win well, but it's a it's a funny year, and these games just always somehow go down the wire, whether they should or shouldn't. Um, it was long by obviously five points in it. It was great to be back in the atmosphere, especially with some big highlights late, which will get the boys discussing and um those quite big moments there. But Geelong that again, kinda of like last week, they had a lot of control throughout the game and they got to thirty points up and you're like, Okay, cool, yet yeah, one goal away from really, you know, breaking the neck of the hawks, breaking the camel's back. <laughs> very aggressive. Yeah, very aggressive. It's getting pretty crazy, but Hawthorne, very, very defensive. Throughout the game, so often even when they would turn it over, they still had you know men behind the ball. Short um, brought that up and was sort of discussing about the game throughout the piece. And um, yeah, Hawthorne sort of waited a a bit later on because if they played that that style in the last quarter for the full game, Cats probably you know cash in on the turnovers. But um, so long, yeah, they've they've got some issues. I think they've got plenty to work through. Um, they'll definitely take the four points, and it would have been very brutal losing the game. But yeah, I think there were times where we just. Had some really shallow entries and didn't really challenge the Hawthorn's defence enough, and they took the game on and they were, they were mm. pretty good. Like Hawthorn, yeah, I think they were surprise a few
0: this year with a few unexpected wins mm. as they have already done. But on TV, yeah. it looked like a shocking game for the it first was, three quarters. Wasn't good to watch, <laughs> and then the last quarter was probably some of the best footy we've seen yep. um, from most of the games this year. And Hawthorn really pushed as they did against Essendon as well. Came mm. back late and really pushed. But yeah, I think we've spoken short about some of the concerns about Geelong's game style, quite slow and, yeah, Just a can, ball movement thing. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, going to get found out. We're seeing a lot of other
1: teams take advantage of this new ability to play a bit quicker, and at the moment, we don't seem to have any desire to do that. Mm-hmm. Scotty seems to be saying that there is a desire to do that, we just can't execute it just yet, but uh, you're spot on those first three quarters. Oh, goodness me. Sure. <laughs> well, it's ironic. Amateur, we're trying aren't. to be short and methodical and measure yeah. yep still turn it over so yeah, you know no just kicks the feet keep,
0: of every player <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna make
1: mistakes you may as well make ones that are daring and potentially yeah, they pay off right. the rewards a little bit higher than uh, but yeah um in terms of the atmosphere though and chuck can speak to this too because he was you know he, he was there as was well the but um you're right the last quarter Pure Remember, footy entertainment yeah. was
3: fantastic. It was really exciting stuff. Um, you talk about Sounds <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like I'm just tired. I've been screaming at the footy all day. You talk about breaking hawks' necks. I was scared about breaking a, a pigeon's neck oh, <laughs> in, the, oh oh God, God, in the beginning of the in the centre bounce. It just didn't want to leave. And yeah, that was. Ryan nice. Taylor didn't want to stop talking about. Yeah, it. stuff. David
0: King actually tweeted that that pigeon had more centre bounce tendencies that Jaden Stevenson actually had at Collingwood his whole oh, career. Wow. Uh, wow, I just trying to drive by James <laughs> Stevenson he, for me.
1: be typing that gun? <laughs> 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 this is, good, this is great, babe.
3: Because Judge Stevenson now plays from North so yeah. <laughs> 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 But no, I thought the Cats, yeah, you mentioned it. For a team that really has so much talent, you're like, oh, Isaac Smiths and Higgins. Well, not Higgins for a while, but <laughs> you have them in your team. You should be running and gunning and getting it to, arguably, the biggest, toughest forward in the league, Tom Hawkins. <sighs> <Organs. laughs> And you're not, you're chipping it away, you're going back and forth, back to Stuart, back again to Tui, back to Stewart, back to mm-hmm. forward, and, and then going for a Roost-It-Long. Well, why didn't you Roost-It-Long when you were 30 metres further forward? Yeah. It's, it's an interesting tactic, and it did work a lot in the game, technically, they managed to get those entries, but is it worth it when you're not getting enough entries and it's not as exciting as you thought? Mm. Um final thing I wanted to say is you did joke when we were discussing ground low tips earlier in the year, you were like, oh, Chook's going to say Cam Guffrey. Ooh. I said, <laughs> I went for a logical choice of Nat 5. But, uh, boy, 40 touches. He was arguably one of the best last week as well. And yeah. Guffrey's got about five or six votes already. Well, right. You
0: had the stat on how much Guthrie and Duncan had. Yes, provided. 80 touches, Chook. So
2: 43 <laughs> to Guffrey, thirty-seven to Duncan. They, they probably didn't use it amazingly well today, but, gee, they...
1: we definitely needed them
2: to Dun- get the ball Dun- as Duncan did. used it really well. Yeah. For yeah, it. First Guthrie, game Guthrie
0: had a few little yeah. junky, junky touches but G- Duncan was really good. Guthrie's work inside was yeah, really good. Yeah. Horse, yeah. Really good. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, CJ for the Hawks. Like, oh,
3: what, what, what a man at? he is. I'll give him the free bounce yeah, today. Yeah. to, to see him in him. person how well he with, actually yeah. runs and I've, as you said, I think, last week, you considered him he's just an intercept marker sort Yeah, man. I thought but I didn't... He just see runs and guns whenever he feels like... I felt like guys were looking for him yeah. as mm-hmm. the mature head to know what to do. What was it like when he got that 50 and just, like, sprinted That yeah, was off. insane. <laughs> On TV, it just was it's like, like... the Olympics. I thought
0: it was the stall gift to us. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. just was... Scrim-
3: yeah. He may have got a bit too excited and just kicked it straight to the cats, but... but, but, but the like, crowd yeah. erupted. It yeah, nuts, yeah. He is based on what I was hearing around me, has quickly become Hawthorne's favourite player. Yeah. Yeah, Same with how Sicily and some of these guys mainly jumped up. up.
0: He he, he wasn't playing like that last year from what I can remember. There was a select
1: few that when they get the ball, the ball could go to them. The crowd sort of, you hear it, you know, Dusty, Cyril, you know. He's (laughs) he's just about... He was at that that level today. That's for sure. It was great to watch him. He's um, yeah, he, he
2: just has no fear, uh, yeah. and, and the, you know, the Hawks are gonna love that. They've got a, a really good player in him, and yeah. he's gonna be a star in the future. So, yeah. um, talk yeah. to me about the play of the day, though. To the his play of the day. Well, well, I'll tell you what. What a, what a moment. So. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not think of the guy's name, but I believe it was number 14 for the Hawthorne Football Club. Was this the... Daniel Howe. Daniel Howe, number 17. Might have been Henry. Yes, the intercept. They made a couple
0: mistakes, actually. Yeah. Hawthorne fans were not (laughs) climbing in the Facebook comments. (laughs)
2: So So the Hawks obviously had to take a few more risks. They're down a bit, back to the wall, so they go in the corridor a bit more. But this kick in particular was a really good kick. However, Henry just had the reach. He had enough, and then... Stole off Burgoyne And then he had three Hawks on him And then he just Ducked a weed between them And then Jordan Clark Just comes Absolutely Steaming through the middle He's running as fast I've ever seen in my life He nearly beat same Bolt's record A <laughs> lot <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it, it was amazing His handballs Back and forth And then you know, that, All of a sudden They're inside 50 They handballed a Hawk Who's you know, just standing still sure. And three blokes Coming at him And he gives it out And it bounces out For uh, for Henry And gives it off to Clark And Clark just kicks a goal And the MCG right. erupted It yeah. was an amazing it, moment probably
0: proved to be the game-saving mm. intercept. Yeah, yeah because yeah. Hawks were coming big time and five points, yeah. It was a crazy was moment. Henry was, Henry was great. It really it was, goes to show his, was going his, his athletics
3: background. No one really mm. talks much about his athletics background as much as Blitz and that. But yep. yeah. He was a quality well, athlete as, as a youngster and he clearly showed it there with that pace and it shows the importance of not giving up once you think your part of the contest is yeah. over. Mm. You know, many players might have handballed it off and to Clark and then slowly, gone for a quick shepherd yeah. and then slowed down. He stayed in it and, and it worked out in the end. How do you have kicked that goal? Home? That would have been a ripper <laughs>
0: yeah. goal of the week
3: contender for sure.
1: And prior to today, he'd taken four bounces in his career. Yep. <laughs> he took
0: a couple. It was a that was a sneaky little one yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. We'll see that one a lot more yeah, than his yeah. other yeah. four. I, I love um, talking about the Cats a I love the youth that they're bringing in. I reckon this mm. year is going to be a really good year for the Cats. just sort of balancing out. I know we've got a couple of older players, but keep playing Clark, keep playing Constable, keep playing O'Connor who's Hmm. turned into an elite midfielder and beaten two Brownlow medalists in the last two weeks. Constable was... Had 10 touches and a goal in nine minutes of play on Thank the field Thank God for the super sub because he didn't. I, don't, <laughs> I, wasn't, I was a bit upset when he got dropped. Yeah, he so, was, yeah. I think he deserves oh, his chance yeah. and hopefully he gets to stick at it. Tom Atkins in defense was. That, uh, he had to play late. Yeah, which probably would also potentially save the game. Yeah.
2: yeah. Kept it Just kept it in front of him. It, the Hawks were out and he left his man, took a big risk, yeah. and then he just kept the ball in front of him and mm-hmm. all of a sudden Cats had possession of the ball. But these these teams, no matter where they're on the ladder, they yes. they always <laughs> deliver the goods. Occasionally, get. Some, a few blowouts, but by and large, they're always uh, a classic to watch. Whether you're a Cats fan, Hawks fan, or a neutral fan, so yeah.
0: another another good game to watch. I think the Hawks fans the last will be pretty one. upset, obviously, to that they lost. But yep. there's probably a sign of good things to come for the Hawks this year. So I reckon. Mm-hmm. Let's finish off the rest of the round with any other little quick ones, Langs? Would, um, how does that's, that sound? that's all from me. Yeah, just really impressed with the Swans, and um, yeah, a couple of disappointing uh, losses. Well, the Crows
2: obviously got the job done by 10 points. Uh, that was a really good game to watch. Um, we mentioned about obviously the Lions and the, they got the, the win by a point. The Dogs, a, a humongous win, 128 points. We mentioned uh, Sydney just uh, overwhelmed the Tigers. Never overwhelmed, <laughs> um, they sure did. <laughs> just like I am right now. Essendon um, by like, 75 points. Um, West Coast and Port LA, that was a really big game. And um, the Eagles, you know, returned serve 75. Uh, 37 points not 73 points Um, Carlton did a nice job on Fremantle with 45 point win there and uh, we mentioned a bit about the D's 34 point win 5 point win to the Cats um, just sneaking over the line there so that was a bit of a wrap
0: up of round 3 guys nice wrap around it like I said at the start, it uh, felt like it went for about 10 years. <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> Thursday a long night. night was a long time ago. And we're going to round four now with a couple of massive, massive clashes coming massive. up already. <clears throat> this Thursday night game, if you look at this last week, you think, oh my goodness, this is going to be an absolute blowout. But Sydney versus Essendon should be a pretty, pretty decent game, actually, based off the performance from last week. Mm. I think it's probably safe to say we're all going to tip Sydney in this game. Absolutely. Oh, I, I think... The
2: Swans. <laughs> I think the Swans are the SCG. Yeah, that their footy looks um, superb at the moment. So, and them at home, um, Bombs have a few out, but yeah, I reckon the Swans. Yes. Mate, <laughs> hey. Yeah, Swans for me too. Yeah, Swans. Um, <laughs> fair
0: enough. Um, yes. <laughs> Port and Richmond at the Adelaide oh, Oval. I personally can't see Port losing two in a row, but I also kept saying that Adelaide surely can't lose nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 11, Bit of history a between those two, years, two so, Bit of yeah. recent history in finals. Yeah, absolutely. Um Port, for me, at home, and would make things interesting for Richmond. I think Port Adelaide just.
2: Um, mm. Richmond also don't want to be losing two in a row, but I think Adelaide Oval mm. is the reason I'm tipping Port, but it's going to be
1: Thailand. Yeah, I'm going to go Revenge. Port as well. Revenge. I'm going to go Port and, and, as you say, the... Home ground advantage swaying me. Yeah,
3: yeah. Both teams coming off disappointing losses. Uh, I think Port's probably going to be showing a bit more. Okay,
1: right. I go thought Port one of us got... would tip Richmond. There
0: you go. I was very tense, but I think um, Cotton did his hamstring too, and McIntosh is out. So okay, yeah, All right. well, yeah, that's McIntosh interesting. Out, so a couple of that's never really affected them before. And remember, mm. last year or two years ago, Richmond went to Port and had like no one. Yeah, that's true. And no it's, Dusty. Um, yeah, no. The birth of. Uh,
1: Tom Lynch in the hearts yeah. of yeah. Richmond fans. That's okay. a great no win. Dusty,
0: no Cotcher, no Rance,
1: no Rewalt, No, won, no
2: won. worries. They've no they got the job done, <laughs> yeah, as you do. Won. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um,
0: it's crazy. Geez, Saints, and, Saints and West Coast at Marvel Stadium. Jumping ahead on it's the run Let's right right just yes. stick with <laughs> the way we <we're> go. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, it isn't a tough job, guys. Saints and the Eagles. Saints and the Eagles? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going in the Eagles. Based on form. I don't think Saints... We'll come close. Hello, uh, based on their performance Whoa. From, from last week, yeah. Well, mm. oh, I'm gonna tip
2: the West Coast Eagles. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that was... <laughs> interesting. Wow, <laughs> uh, I think they're looking the yeah. goods at the moment. Their ball really. is really good. They just went down to the dogs, and I'll see them winning this game. Uh, West Coast actually smashed Port Adelaide,
0: so that's correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was two weeks ago, but look, that's what uh, Easter Easter round does to you.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna tip the Saints. Really? Yeah, wow. yeah. I think. Any uh, um a little bit of gut feel i just i on not Yeah, that's west, my thing man i think <laughs> i think west coast are going along nicely yeah. I, I don't think they're yeah you know a lot of people thought they were sliding you know before a couple of weeks ago <laughs> us too um, <laughs> yeah and i'm still in that camp rookie <laughs> no i think i think marvel st Kilda, marvel is yeah. still a very tough team yeah i'm just reaction yep
3: yeah,
0: true. Um, you almost swayed me there, but I'll go the Eagles. Okay. With no comment. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> we'll jump back to the Bulldogs and Brisbane Lions in Ballarat. Um, it's going to be cold. Yeah, it's going to be cold. I'm probably going to tip the Dogs just based on form for this one. I also will go to the Western
2: Bulldogs. Uh, you know, they don't play at Mars very often, probably once a year, but yeah, I think they're ticking a well. Brisbane probably not a great form.
1: yeah. They're the hot team, aren't they? I'm tipping
2: the
0: dogs. Dogs are just too exciting. Woof woof. <laughs> <laughs> next up, now this it's one. Tough. Ooh. Every time I tip this game annually, I yeah. always get it wrong. Yeah. Gold Coast yes. and Carlton. Um, I've tipped Carlton just because whatever, but I do think Gold Coast have lost a few players with injury and wits being out and having no recognised run. It's going to be hard. That's, <laughs> that's a good point. He's, he's down, he's oh, down. Yeah, he's, is he? Oh, I did. Yeah, he's down and out of the The well. next uh, tallest player, I think, was like. Um, Burgess Paul. Burgess yeah, okay. Day's out as well Yeah your Day was just so he, last week yeah. so, I see.
2: I'll just get yeah. Oleg Markov doing oh. it I guess oh. Oh. <laughs> I, Only because of the home ground I'm going Gold Coast but Carlton are the hardest team to tip you You don't tip them they win <laughs> If You tip them they lose so, so. When you with last year Yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh they got me like 20 times
1: <laughs> oh. um, yeah. This is a very a soft tip you know I'm going to have to think about this a little bit more I'm, I'm going to go Gold Coast at the yep. moment but that rock issue is a <laughs> Very big, a Trying to spanner thing. in your work. Yeah, yeah. It has. It
3: really has. Goodness. Oh, I'm going to go for the Suns as well, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. Only oh, thing to beat. Sweet. Only thing that beats the Blues is a bit of sunshine. <laughs> 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 well. bit of positive attitude, everybody. <laughs> we'll, whip, we'll
0: whip through the last oh, four games. Jesus. So oh, Collingwood yeah. versus Giants. Clearly, I'm going Collingwood here. But Yeah, Pies at the J, I think. GWS yeah, is good. Agreed. Uh, magpies as well. Wonderful, yep. Uh, next up, we've got North Melbourne and Adelaide. I think everyone's going to go Adelaide here. Oh, I'll go the Crows on this one. Yeah, go on the Crows, mate. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> he says. Jeez, when he says we're this... whipped through them, we are whipping through. Absolutely, him. this one is giving me heart palpitations already. Thinking about because Coz- Cosie Pickett kicking eight oh goals God. against our slow defence. Geelong good... versus Melbourne <laughs> at the G. Geelong because. Because you support <laughs> well, them No confidence at all But well, yeah I'm going Melbourne Yeah Whoa Melbourne. Well. At,
1: at the G We've yep. been a bit shaky there And we're not in great touch at all yep. D's on fire Um, I'm going go to go the Cats Just because I think We get a couple back I think Cameron and Menegol Will yeah, definitely come back point. But you're yeah. right Melbourne's no one's Jeremy Cameron.
0: Jerry Cameron. Yeah, i heard a couple of weeks away still, but um Did you I know? would love to see him come back. Yeah. Okay. Short
2: shorthand this week. Mm, okay. yeah. So yeah. we'll yeah. wait and see. Yeah. I hope he comes
3: in. Uh I'll be back in the, the cats with no confidence but right. given
0: them the nod. Um, this next one, Frio and Hawthorne at Optus, Depending mm. if Fife comes back, I'll tip Frio, if not Hawks. Wow.
1: I think Freo just
0: at home yep. Yep. I'm,
1: I'm really confident on Freo yep. Yeah. Yep.
3: I'll go Freo as well yeah
0: Freo that's the a i was... think no, considering Hawks effort today so <laughs> Freo I think they're bloody I think, I think, think bloody that shows more yeah, about um, our yeah. Yeah, lack sure. of confidence in the cats than it does in how much we valued the horse performance yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true <laughs> Um, if anyone listening has got this far into the podcast please make sure that you are <laughs> um, a vote of confidence <laughs> yeah. Yeah. please make sure you're commenting Twitter Instagram Facebook we're getting a bit of fan engagement which which we love to see we love talking to the fans and hearing from them get around the polls get around the hashtags or all the other visual content that we're putting up on Instagram Boy, you're putting up a
1: selfie soon oh, I don't know topless uh, well <laughs> anything for those or likes anything for the he's got three likes. buttons undone right now <laughs>
0: Um, thank you boys for joining me thank you for joining me on this late episode of AFL Unlimited very We're happy Unlimited to be late here. show. very late indeed thank you very much for having us on board it's, it's good boys. to be here you'll hear from us next week have a good weekend thanks for listening to this episode make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter AFL Unlimited because footy is limitless